set up a poll for you to vote on Twitter. Go and cast in your vote. We are at Vow FM. But in the meantime, right now, it is time to get on to Up Close and Personal. And we have award-winning radio and media personality. He's also a digital content producer. And he started his radio career right here at Vow FM. Hence, I call him Vow FM Products. He's in the building, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about Zueli. Zueli, good morning. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild for you. So how does that feel? Um, it, it feels really cool. <laughs> I guess we've been at home so much and for so long. I've got so much cabin fever. So yeah, I would actually just like to see your craft. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Varfem is your home. Or is it still your home or it's not? You have a suit named Pigomanj. No, 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 Vowerfem, I mean, it's always going to be my home, you know, it's where I first switched on the microphone on radio, uh-huh. um, it's where I, it's where I learned everything, you know, um, uh, that I know now, well, a lot of it at the very least, um, there was just so much groundwork down there, um, there's so many great, uh, role models I guess as well you know we have great management so I'd never ever forget Val like if I did then I mean take me off radio <laughs> okay okay good good just checking you know just checking <laughs> now take us back to a young really growing up where did you grow up and how was your childhood um I grew up in Bethlehem um in the free state it's a very small town not a lot of people know about it um, I think the main highlight is just that it's really cold. Um, <laughs> you're not going to get entertainment over there if you're looking is for it, anything. Is it worse than Joburg? I mean, Joburg is nothing compared to Bethlehem. Everyone was crying over here a couple of weeks ago <laughs> when it was like minus three for a night. Yo. It's like, guys, this is what happens. I mean, I grew up in snow, you know, just to put that into context. Gee. I guess that's how cold it is um, over there. But... I grew up in Bethlehem, small town. Um, my dad was still working in Joburg, so I was mm-hmm. back at home with my mom, my aunt, and my grand, a couple of cousins. So I was literally just surrounded by family the entire time. So, um, yeah, that was basically my childhood. And I was, I was a wild child, always playing, always in the streets, much like I am now with my friends. and Just, <laughs> just enjoying life. In fact, my mom always says to me, she feels like she misses the young lady because she feels like I was so exuberant and running around and she misses that kid. And I'm 30 now, so that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Now, radio requires one to be confident within themselves. When did you realize that you want to be a radio anchor? And how did you start? Tell us about your days here at Val. Um, I realized I liked radio. I mean, I grew up around it. Um, back at home, the radio was always on on a Sunday morning, much like in a lot of homes, you know. Mm. And you 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 you'll obviously just love it um but just from that because it's good music and there's someone that's always keeping your company and i actually probably really fell in love with it around 2001 2002 um with brown sugar when she was doing the top 40 on 5 fm and i remember i loved that and just from then i've literally been listening to radio since then something that's always just fascinated me and i think i also didn't realize how much i liked it because the other week my friend was telling me on social media that when we were in school i'd always get everyone in a group when with break or whatever and pretend to be like a Lissadia film presenter <laughs> playing music and they played along and without knowing, you know, it's those small little things that just keep pushing you mm. um, to eventually doing what it is that you love. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, when it comes to the entertainment industry, most families are not accepting of this, of this industry. Did you make sure that your parents accept or they were just chilled like that? 
No, you know, for me, it wasn't that difficult. Um, my mom has always been super supportive. I, like I said, I grew up around family and I was always, I, I always had a support base. Um, whatever it is that I wanted to do, whatever little small extracurricular activity I wanted to try, I was encouraged. You know, I never felt like I can't do anything. Yeah. So when it came to the radio thing, you know, my mom was very supportive. Of course, there were worries because now I'm starting out on campus radio. I'm busy studying. That's the primary thing that a parent would obviously worry about um my dad i mean he just uh, my dad's my dad he supported it but didn't really care at the same time because yeah. he wanted me to be a doctor <laughs> or whatever it was but he was never you know it was something you'd never force me into so it almost felt organic you know just getting into it because um i, I believed that i could do it and by the time i got to campus i found out there was a radio station and i i wanted to do it i told my friends we're actually chilling at the matrix um, that's where I used to live, basically, the Matrix. And I, I signed up, and they actually pushed me. There was a group of friends that said, no, we're going, because I was a little bit nervous, you know, mm. almost feeling like it's something that I've loved for a long time. I think I could be really good at it, but what if other people don't? There's that little bit of doubt, I guess, that comes in. But Absolutely. my friends were like, we are going. And they took me up there. I think it's ninth floor, if I remember correctly. And I submitted and then went for an audition. And... Yeah, I actually auditioned for sports, funny enough. It wasn't even to be a presenter. I was auditioning for sports at the time. And then I just grew into becoming a presenter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and speaking of being a presenter, most of people, uh, most of the people here in the industry um, started by impersonating their radio idol. Who was that person for you and why? You know, I never, at least I don't think, and maybe other people will tell me, but I never impersonated anyone. For real? Um, there were a lot of influences that I had. Yeah, a lot of influences that I had. Um, you know, back then, I know I really, I loved Gareth Cliff um, in my early days. I used to listen to him a lot and um, a whole lot of other names, you know. But I don't necessarily think I was trying to imitate anyone mm. because I, I don't know how far you're going to get, you know, by doing that. For me, it was just always being about me and what is it that I can do. What, how can I be different by being myself? You know what I mean? Yeah, and absolutely. It sounds weird because by being yourself, you are completely different. But the lines get blurred in this industry and that sort of thing. But I had a lot of people that I look up to, looked up to, people that I still look up to to mm. this day, but it's never been about impersonation because if you're impersonating someone else, you're not, I think, going to get to, say, a commercial level because they are looking for someone different. They're not looking for another Zweli who's just been doing this all this time and then people are tired of hearing it. They need something new, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, no. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you where you are right now because you're not impersonating. You're keeping it real. Yeah, you've got to keep it real all the time. Um, I know that that's a phrase that's just used and overused, you know, whatever it is. But you, you have to. That's what makes radio so special because yeah. it's a connection, you know. It's a connection that you and someone else, another listener, wherever they are, it's just you and them at yeah. that particular moment, you know. And they want to connect with you the same way you want to connect with them, not with someone else. So, mm. just I know everyone always says it, and it sounds cliche, and everyone's tired <laughs> of hearing it, but just be yourself. Yeah. Do you remember your first radio link? <laughs> My first radio? Sure. On Vow. Yeah. On, <laughs> uh, on Vow, yeah. First, first, first radio link. First ever. I can't say I remember the link. I remember the song. Okay, my first link was obviously a sports bulletin. Um, okay. So that I, I don't quite remember. And also it just happened haphazardly. I was in the office. Someone didn't pitch and luckily I was up. 
So that was that. Um, I don't remember my first links doing a show, though, on Vow. I'd be lying if I said that. Mm-hmm. There must be a recording of it somewhere, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember the first song I played was Chris Brown and Big Show on my last, actually. That, that, that I remember from my first show. <laughs> uh, since you're in a commercial space, brother man, what are the challenges that you are facing? Sorry, please repeat the question. Since you're in a commercial space, what are the challenges yeah. that you are facing? In a commercial space, mm. sure. I think the one thing that's just generally, and I say it a lot to my friends, yeah. that I guess isn't emphasized as much, and at Val, I mean, you know, you do get that background knowledge quite a bit, but for a lot of people, yeah, they don't realize that once you do get into a commercial space, for instance, it's exactly that, it's commercial, you mm. know. Um, there's advertising, things have got to be sold. So you're not just a presenter mm. at the end of the day. You've got to go that you know, extra step further. And you also need to be a producer to some extent. You mm. need to you know, solve problems, come up with different solutions if, I don't know, a specific food chain wants to you know, grow their specific following in a certain area. So it's small things like that that people don't think about because you think it's just the switching on the mic and then you're there. But, and that's just one example. I mean, there are so many different things that you need to... I guess, take into consideration. And the other one, because I know, you know, a lot of people are always talking about this on social media. We all talk about it when we're all with our friends, mm-hmm. is that there's a lot of, you know, personalities as well, because that's the thing these days, that in radio, there's radio personalities and there's radio presenters. Yeah. And a personality isn't necessarily trained. So, you know, for a lot of people, there's that feeling of, ah, I'm not making it this far because they've selected for just an example, someone from Twitter, you mm, know what I mean? Mm. And it goes back to that conversation of what makes them different, I mm. guess. Let, let's speak about the other technical side of it and stuff later, but what is it that makes them different? Yeah. Um, and that's it as well. Like, you know, if you, when you get into a commercial space, say you come from a campus a background or a community background in terms of radio, you can't hop on about the, but look at me. I've got all this training. It matters, yes. But it isn't the only thing that matters. So it's just those are the sorts of things sometimes that you think about and you're like, oh, well, I really make it. But you just <laughs> close your eyes and carry on working, I guess. Yeah. Congratulations to your Liberty Radio 2021 Awards. I mean, thank you. How, how does it feel to be recognized because of your talent you have? The recognition is great. Yeah. Um, I think it really is. For me, I always just take it back to just the nomination in itself. Again, a lot of people always say, ah, oh, you know, the winning is great and everything, but getting that nomination ready, you are getting the recognition. Mm. So to actually win and <laughs> I guess beat out other people, it's really, really cool. Like, um, I, I've been celebrating. I'm really, really happy about it. But I am one of those people where, like, okay, you've won. What's next? We, where do we work? What show do we have to do? What's the next goal? So I, I, I don't want to lie. Can ask any one of my friends. I haven't hung on to it for too long. It's like a day or two of celebrating it. And then after that, it's like, okay, let's get back to business now. Yeah. And speaking of getting back to business, what keeps you ground and motivated that makes you keep killing it on air? What keeps me motivated? Um, my goals. I've got, <laughs> I've got a lot of you know goals that I set out. I do that quite often. Things mm. that I set out for myself, and I'm like, hey, I need to do that. So that's always going to keep you motivated because you know what you're working towards and what could possibly you know be on the other side and whatnot. Um, so it's definitely that friends, um, family. I've got again. I've got a really great group of friends. Mm. Um, I love them. I love my family, um, and they love me as well. 
You know, and I think that's the big one, is that that does keep you motivated. I, I'm quite hard on myself, and I've got a lot of people around me that will always remind me, you know, that you're good. Uh, tell me what it is that I'm yeah. good at. And not even in a conceited way, or I don't know, just like a, all the time just being like, yeah, yeah, you're good. But yeah. it's, it's within reason, and it's just about motivating each other. And I always say, and I live by this, literally, I always say that if a lot of people had a really good and solid group of friends and family, they would feel more confident doing what it is that they believe in and what they think is right for them. Because it's, it's just doubt at the end of the day, and there's so much doubt in the air. Yeah. So that's really what just keeps me going. And the grounded part, oh, that's a difficult question, because I think that's just me, you know? I'm, I'm myself all the time, and this is who I've been all my life. Um, I sometimes, I mean, I was listening to the radio a couple of minutes ago and I heard my name on air and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's me, you know, yeah. almost forgotten because at the end of the day, it's a job. It's a job. Um, there's lights, there's cameras, they shine and all that stuff. But if you speak to anyone who's within, they'll tell you that that stuff really is probably just the most annoying. Yes, some do chase it, but if you're in it for the work and the, you know, the craft at the end of the day, all the other things really fall away. That's what keeps you motivated, the love for what you do. And I love radio. Like, I wouldn't do anything else. So, mm. yeah. Mm. Uh, 10.53 is the time, Joburg. If just tuned in, welcome. This is Area Code on Vawam Zakes Twala Andrea on Up Close and Personal. And we have award-winning radio and media personality. He's also a digital content creator. He started his radio career right here on VFM. We have Zueli, ladies and gentlemen. And now, Zueli, as a presenter, you interview a lot of people. Who's that one person for you who went down in your history books, history books and you were like, this was the best interview ever? Yo! <laughs> I'm the worst person to ask that because I think so many of my interviews are good. That's the other part of me. I'm, that's how confident I am. Some will call it arrogance, but I work really hard on these interviews. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of research, and it's been years as well of this research. Um, so, yeah, if you speak to anyone on the top 40 team, there's so many times we're like, oh, that one is our best. And then something else happens, and we're like, oh, but that one is also so cool. Because um, you're speaking to different artists, mm. there's different things that you get out of each and every artist as well. So I, I can't pinpoint at anything. Um, there's memorable ones, you know, speaking to Anne Marie, she's one of my favorite artists in the UK. That was super cool. Martin Garrix, all yeah. these national ones. And the big ones, you know, something that you remember immediately. Um, but as to pinpointing which one thought was that out of this world yeah I don't know I think that would be for someone else probably to say not me <laughs> um, if there was no radio industry Zueli what would Zueli Mbele be? I would be in music actually what? Um, yeah 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 and not even I'm not, not even in front of you know on stage or whatever it is but I'm really interested in music Mm. I, I listen to a lot of it. I'm always researching it. Um, you know, just with artists as well. That's why I watch a lot of artist interviews and I see what is they talking about and then go back to what it is that they said about the artist that inspired them and that sort of stuff. Like, I'll, I'll probably start sounding crazy if I carry on <laughs> about music, but I just, I really dig it. So I don't know in which capacity, um, but I probably would be within music outside of that probably playing sports mm. and yeah okay yeah. and uh, apart from radio um what else would you be doing would you be sleeping because the last time i gave you a ring it was just like yo i'm sleeping yes what was that on monday yeah, uh tuesday 
Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday. I was suffering from day two of my hangover. So that's <laughs> <what I'm saying. laughs> I'm just being honest. That's exactly what was happening. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, usually at this, it's different right now because um, I've been doing a different show. I've been filling in for Anele and the club. So I'll obviously wake up now at about four. Um, whereas I would usually be sleeping closer to four because I'd be finishing work at 10. Mm. So it, every day is different. And yeah, for me, I sleep a lot. Um, I always say, <laughs> yeah, you and me both, <laughs> what I do basically <laughs> is eat, sleep, watch Love Island, and mind my own business. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're living a fab life. You're... What is it that we don't know about you, Zeli? What is it that you don't know about me? Mm. Jeez. I always say to people, what you don't know about me is probably what I don't want you to know about mm. me. <laughs> you? Um, no, 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 really. You know, because I think everyone has their own stuff and their things that they speak to their friends about and everything. Um, I think that's another thing. With social media and everything becoming such a big thing, is mm. that, sorry about that, is that everyone always feels that there has to be a thing. There has to be a moment. There has to be a trend. Yeah. Nah, there's not too much that should be, you know, everyone has their personal life and then their, I guess, public life, if we can call it that. Mm. And I think that is what it is. Um, outside of that, what I don't know what it is that people wouldn't know about me. <laughs> I'm a really good cook. Uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, can, I can lay it down in the kitchen here and there. Um, but I'd have to come back to that one. You see, if I had had that question earlier, then I would have had to your homework. For a long time. <laughs> yeah, what's next for you, really? Where do you see yourself in the next couple of years? Um, in the next couple of years, like I said, I've got some goals mm. that I've got on my checklist. But in the next couple of years, I see myself growing. Um, I see myself being still really, but at a better place in my life. I guess both privately and professionally, and just doing. Just doing really big things. I mean, in my mind, the stuff that I am looking at doing within the next couple of years is just, it's, yeah, it's big. It's big in my head. It's really, really big dream. So mm. I think you probably have to see how everything unfolds, I guess. I can't share too much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should wait and see, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just wait and see. Yeah. Doesn't it feel weird to be interviewed when you're the one who used to interview people? It's the strangest thing. Even now, I just feel like everything I'm saying either isn't making sense or I'm oversharing. <laughs> it's very strange. I'm always the one that's on the other side. Like, and it's the first time that I've done anything of this nature. So what? It's very, but really cool. It's really, really cool. Mm. Now, where can we find you on the socials? Social media, it's everything is the really. So the and then my name. And that's Instagram, Twitter, um, on Facebook, it would be Zeli Mbele, um, but yeah, that's mm. basically it. Okay. Our brother, man, we wish you nothing but the best of luck. Keep on shining. Keep on entertaining us. You are such a star that's inspiring a lot of us in this radio industry. We love you. Awesome, Vic. Thank you so much, and thank you for a great chat. I love you guys, too. Excellent. Have a good one, sir. You, too. Have a great weekend.